Hello and welcome to the family of God. We want to congratulate you on making the decision to follow Christ. Our vision at Graniteville Community Church is to see families equipped in the Word of God to lead successfully in their homes and lives. This series is designed to take you through foundational truths to support you as a new believer. Let's find out what's next. The greatest decision that you'll ever make is that decision to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Once you surrender your life to Him and you begin to follow Him, it is not the end of something, but it is the beginning of something. Christ desires to do a strong work in our life, and He desires to bless us and to lead us and to guide us as we are surrendered and submitted to Him. As we desire to grow in our walk with Him, there are several things that we can do to ensure that growth, ensure that that transformation continues to take place. And one of those things is through studying the Bible. You see, whenever we tell people that you need to read the Word or maybe you've tried to read the Bible, a lot of times you'll hear things such as, it's hard to understand, I don't know what it's talking about, it happened thousands of years ago, it's irrelevant, it's outdated. It's just a book written by a bunch of men. You have all different types of things. But the Bible, we know, is the inspired Word of God. And what it does is it addresses human nature. You see, times change, technology changes, cultures change, but human nature has always remained the same. The needs of mankind have always been the same. The need for man to be reunited with God has always been the same. And that is what the Bible addresses and that is why the Bible is relevant. As we study the word then what we are seeking to do is to bring the then and there. Those were events that happened then. Those were things that were written then. They address situations that happened there. But through them, we see the way God handles human nature, what He expects out of man, what He is desiring man to do. And so we look at the then and there, and then we bring it to the here and now and say, okay, God, now what are you telling me and where I'm at and what I'm going through, what I need to do? You see, we want to know what does the Bible say, and we want to know what does the Bible mean. And whenever we begin to do that, and we embrace the Word and make that a part of our life, at that point... The Word will bring relief because it gives us hope, it gives us promise, it gives us direction, it gives us assurance, and it will bring conviction because it will challenge us. It will help us address not our, just our actions, but the motives behind our actions, the motives behind our thoughts. Why do we think the way we think? Why do we do the things that we do? Why can't I get past this place that I am in my life? That's what the Word of God addresses, and it helps us grow. That's why Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing. That word piercing is so important even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It addresses us at our base level, and through it the Lord encourages and takes away that which doesn't need to be and fills us full of that which does and brings His blessing in our life. So our goal when we read the Bible is to understand its original meaning and how to apply it to our life today. Now that's very important. We want to know what the Bible says, not what we want the Bible to say. 
We cannot read what we want into the Bible or make it say what we want it to. That's really the problem with culture as a whole that, that claims to be or identifies as Christian and, and we throw out one-liners with the Bible quoting Scripture. A lot of times we're trying to read into the Bible what's not there. We're trying to get it to tell us what we want it to tell us when it's actually telling us we need to change, it doesn't. And the only way that that takes place is for us to get to hearing, God, what were you saying then? What do you mean by that? And taking that principle and submitting to it and applying it to our life. Whenever we desire to make the Bible say what we want it to say, that leads to false doctrine, wrong belief, believing the wrong thing. Some, sometimes we get frustrated with God because we don't feel He's doing what He says He'll do when He never said it. It leads to shallow religion. Shallow religion in relationship is a result of us saying, this is what God wants. He wants me to stay the same, and He's there for me. He's blessing me. He's going to give me all of this. Whenever in reality, God is saying, I'll give you once you give me. And once you give me all that's you, I'm going to give you all that's me, and I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to keep you. Whenever we try to make the Bible say what we want it to say rather than what God says, it'll lead to a distant relationship to God because we'll think we're doing things that draw near to Him and we're not because His Word tells, tells us just the opposite. In our lives, we can justify anything we want. You can find a scripture to back up your point of view any day. It may be taken out of context. It may not be what it originally means. But if we will get to the heart of the Word, when we study the Bible, when we read that book and we seek to understand it, It'll shape and mold us. And its word will become our words. It's truth, our truth. So how do you do it? When you read the Bible, the first thing I would tell you to do is to read it slow. And even in small quantities. It's not about how much you read a day. I would encourage you to read one chapter a day, slowly, and think on it. The psalmist said in Psalms 19 verse 14 said this, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That meditate. I would encourage you to read it slow and to think on it. Meditate. What is the Lord saying in this scripture to you? How is he trying to direct you? How is he trying to guide you? And as you do, you'll retain it. And you'll apply it. If you're reading a lot at one time, there's going to be so much that comes at you. It may be hard to understand. You may forget it. But if you're reading slow and you're thinking on it, you are growing in your knowledge at a better pace. Understand, when you read the Bible, it's not about completion. It's not about being able to say, I read the Bible through in a year or I've read the Bible all the way through. We don't read the Bible to finish it. We read the Bible to be transformed by it. We want the Word of God to shape the way we think, shape the way we talk, shape the way we act, shape, the, shape our marriages, shape the way that we parent, shape the way that we have relationships, the way that we behave on our jobs, the way that we handle our money, the way that we think and perceive life. It's about being transformed. That's why the psalmist said in Psalms 119 verse 11, Your word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. By taking the word and hiding it, it transforms us into him and we begin to be more like him and less like us. And the way that we can achieve this, A, is by repetition. Read the word of God. Then read the word again. Then read again. Never stop. Dedicate your life to reading the Bible slowly and intentionally. 
As you're reading, find a place where you can concentrate. You will never understand the Bible reading while you're watching your little kids run around the living room. Not going to happen. You're not going to be able to concentrate reading, trying to read bits and pieces of your Bible in between clients or whatever you're doing. But get up a little early, stay up a little later, dedicate a little bit of your lunchtime or whatever time you can, 15 or 20 minutes, and say, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing upon the Word. And then once you do that, reflect on it. What is He telling you? And through that, you'll begin to grow. Now, why should I read the Bible? I want to leave you with this fact. First, nothing in the Word of God has ever been disproven. Secondly, the Word of God will shape you and it will form you. It has been proven, the Bible's only book to do this, that someone who reads the Bible at least four days a week, there is a marked difference in their behavior. Why? It's living, it's breathing, He's speaking to you, He's shaping you, and He'll form you. And that's the other reason you need to. You will hear Him speak. And last, we all love a bestseller. The Bible is the number one bestseller of all time. And if you'll commit your heart to it, you'll find out why. I want to just celebrate with you that you have accepted the Lord, and I'm praying for you on this journey as you enter the Word of God that it will change your life and transform your heart. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you have been blessed by God's Word. As you continue in your journey of faith, we invite you to be a part of our community each week. Worship services are Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And midweek discipleship for all ages are on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Join us as we find out what's next.